WTF technology. Uh, oh, the Golden Knights find themselves in second place in the Pacific Division following a 5-4 to four loss in Tampa on Thursday night. We'll talk about that and much, much more ahead on this WTF edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate you making our us your first listen, of course. And you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And please make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. Use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL. You'll get up to $100 match on your very first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details chris it is a day in which the vgk has relinquished the top spot in the pacific division you sound like you're at a funeral dude this isn't a eulogy okay oh hey cheerio by the way, the Golden Knights are in second place today. <laughs> VGK opens the game last night strong, leading two to nothing after one in Tampa. Marcheseau, Barbaso, uh, I called them Barbaso, Barbaso and Marcheseau, uh, with late goals. VGK scored on the final two shots of the first period. Second period, wheels come off. Right, they give up four goals. VGK trailed four to two at the end of two. And then uh, the Golden Knights, Cotter and Marcheseau, uh, they countered in the third, and it was tied at four, but a late push by the Lightning led to a Nick Paul goal with a minute 13 remaining. A night of penalties, mistakes, a lack of the PK, all that, including a tap of five on three. And VGK gave up two more power play goals, make that seven now in the course of the last three games. And it was a bad night for VGK overall with a third string goaltender in that. Take it from there. Robin Hood men in tights where whoever <laughs> the, the king is, he doesn't like to hear bad news. But if he says it in a good way, it doesn't sound so bad. That's I think we, we just kind of did in some strange way. Um, As far as like the main takeaways from the game, second period sucked. Like there's nothing to say about that. Um. Cassidy summed it up nicely. You give Tampa a five on three, they're going to score. I mean, Patera loses a stick. White Cloud tries to get it back to him. His balance is just screwed up. And honestly, with or without a stick, I don't think Patera is going left to right fast, right to left, left to right. He, going to the other side of the net fast enough. The other side of the net. The other side of the net fast enough to make that save. Uh, credit Tampa for uh, the best, best home power play in the NHL. They were talking about that at the start of the broadcast. So, this is what I found interesting. I left during the second period to go get some dinner. And like the first eight or nine minutes, it's all Vegas, right? And the whatever broadcast they were playing, I don't know if it was a sports net, but it was it was home Tampa people. They said Vegas is putting on a clinic in the second period. I'm like, okay, good. That's that's a that feels good. If the opposite team is saying that, things are going just fine, right? And then 
the five on three goal. Okay, fine, whatever. And then another one. Okay, fine, whatever. And then again and again, it's like, okay, fine. Patera, I know a lot of people want to dog on Patera for that game, and I don't know if I'm ready to, to, to dump on Patera. I mean, if there's a criticism, he did not track two pucks very well. Uh, the I one thought, I, I thought he was flopping around too much. I thought he was just flopping a little bit. I mean, but like he made some good saves. He uh, did he give the team a chance to win? I don't know if we're going to go that far. Did he lose the game? I'm definitely not going to go that far. Um, that when that happens in the second period. But if there is going to be a criticism from my end, it's puck tracking and that comes with experience right i mean a puck rockets off the post looks like it hit like the post and the crossbar and it just looked really bad when he was trying to make the save like with his back to the puck and his arm up in the air and whatever and then the nick paul goal at the end of the game that was just weird like you're supposed to he put the rebound exactly where you're supposed to right that rebound went exactly where the goalie should put it low danger area i mean he scored from outside of the face-off dots, and maybe that, again, comes to the puck tracking end of it as well, too, for Patera. Yeah, and uh, so now 34 games played, VGK and Vancouver tied at 47 points, but Vancouver's got more wins than the VGK, so technically Golden Knights fall to second place. The Kings are seven games back, but have the five games in hand. And the last time Vancouver was in first place, Chris, was the 2011-2012 season, believe it or not. Um, they earned a point in Dallas last night, and in doing so, they wind up in first place. So the question has always been, if someone overtakes VGK for that top spot in the Pacific, what will the reaction be like for the Golden Knights? And right now, they're reeling. Let's face it. They've lost, what, three or four? Yeah, three of four, and you look back at, at the games that they won prior when they were on that nice 10-game run. You know, San Jose give up a late lead. Cal, Gary, Flames at home give up a late lead. Sabres give up a late lead and can't even get a, get you know get the, get a point out of it. So, I mean, you look at these things that happen, and there's definitely some concern. You heard it in Coach Cassidy yesterday, too. Uh, Coach did mention that there's concerns over the second period right now, and there was some foreshadowing. There really was some good foreshadowing by Coach Bruce Cassidy. I think it was about Isaiah Seville. No, oh, your Christmas no, lights there, on, was, there was there definitely was good foreshadowing there from bro. Get your Christmas Seville. lights to turn on. Dang it! All right, I'll try and get my someone in here to do that okay. later. Well, if someone wasn't jacking around with their technology all morning, I would have remembered. I'm kidding. I'm sorry, Tony. I'm sorry. Don't that was me. That. No, it's bad. It's bad. Um, it's so I feel like it might have been against the Sharks game or the Flames game where Coach Cassidy mentioned that giving up these late leads can come back to get you and, and catch up with you eventually. He went as far to say, to reference game three against the Winnipeg Jets in round one last year where the Golden Knights gave up a third period lead and I think they won the game in double overtime, uh, Michael Adio goal. If they don't score that goal, maybe the entire course of recent history has changed and the, the Golden Knights may or may not have won the Stanley Cup. Who knows? But, you know, Coach Cassidy, the urgency was there, but maybe the execution isn't there. And Coach Cassidy gave a challenge after the game. At least that's how I took his post-game presser. 
didn't see a lot of maybe I'm maybe I'm on an island on this, but that's just the way I felt what his statement was. So Coach Cassidy, to me, it's just a mental thing that our top guys and leaders have to fix. I'm one of the leaders and have to make sure I send the right message. So Cassidy is taking some accountability right now, as he should. He has no problem taking accountability. But when you say, I'll say this, the key statement that our top guys and leaders have to fix. He just called out Jack Eichel. He just called out Mark Stone. He just called out Jonathan Marchessault and William Carlson and Alex Petrangelo and Alec Martinez. He called on the veteran core that probably accounts for $40 million of the roster as well to fix this. And he's going to send the right message. But at the end of the day, it comes down to execution once the game starts. We've also heard Coach Cassidy talk about that. You're not going to coach a team during the game. You're going to make adjustments and stuff. But there's not going to be a coaching opportunity while the game is happening. Uh, Cassidy mentioned in his pregame presser as he was in his polo, like he's ready to go golfing after that. But um, as he mentioned in his pregame presser, they had a, a PK meeting and go over some stuff. Well, okay. Again, I have to make sure I send the right message. So in that PK meeting, the right message maybe wasn't sent. And this is what accountability comes down to. If Coach Cassidy is going to make these statements, I can assure you he is taking himself of account of equal accountability. I'm not dogging on him right now. I'm simply taking what he said and how he's probably going to handle it going into Saturday's game against uh, the Florida Panthers. Yeah, he did tell the team, South Beach Bruce, to get outside. Go outside. And so that's he'll have a nice even tan uh, by the time Saturday's game rolls around. Uh, hard-hitting game on Thursday, Chris. And that could have an effect on the VGK. We've also talked about opponents' second periods, right? And how they've really had a difficult time uh, against opponents coming into the VGK games on this road trip. And uh, William Carrier bounced around last night, 12.44 the second, uh, reverse of what we expected last night. Um, Tampa... Uh, we thought that they might falter in the second period. That's what we talked about in the preview on yesterday's show. Ivan Barbashev wins his first fight as a Golden Knight. Man, he was throwing haymaker, haymaker. Uh, Brandon Hagel uh, takes him out. Then Mark Stone tripping Anthony Sorelli. They start to unravel. Nick Waugh and Michael Isamont, they get into a scrap, right? And then finally, Alex Petrangelo joins the three VGK players. It was the four Stooges in the crowded box for a delay of game. And then this, <laughs> that was a funny picture. I had a capture. How that. does the captain not get a chair on the bench in the, in the PK bench? What? WTF. There you go. Sorry, John. I always jump the gun. Um, no, it's so, true. that's a good one. So what I'll say to that is, yes, the wheels came off. But they found their game in the third, right? They found their game in the third. Yeah. That's not surprising. not surprisingly. You, they just won a Stanley Cup last year, and there's been a lot of comebacks. I'm not surprised that the Golden Knights found a way to get back in this game. What I was surprised about, well, Nikita Kucherov, he's when you know he's got 50 plus points. He's he's got that superstar ego Three in his head. Three yeah, no, he, he's a great player. 57. He had a great game. Like, let's be 57. clear. 57. Okay. So he's a great player having a great season. Let's be clear. Let's give him his flowers before I dog on him here. But he also has that superstar ego where if he doesn't get a call he wants, he feels he can chirp the refs 
in a manner that's maybe a little bit more aggressive and inappropriate. And I don't know if it was McCauley or the other ref that rang him up, but, you know, credit them for doing so. If the refs are giving unsportsmanlike conduct penalties at the NHL level, you haven't crossed a line. You've crossed about three lines, right? Because the refs give it back too. But if you keep going and going and going, you get rung up, you know, you're in a bad spot. And then John Cooper, it spread to him, right? Maybe Cooper is just making a scene to uh, stand up for his guys on the bench. But then Vasilevsky, you saw him shaking his head even and stuff and all that. So, you know, right, you felt right there. And I tweeted this. I said, this is the VGK's moment right now. Tampa is unraveled. And they rallied off, you know, Barchasso's goal on the power play. Very great tic-tac-toe uh, passing play. And then the Paul Cotter goal, I loved that goal. Um, not what Paul Cotter did, but what the entire line did, the sustained pressure. I started by looking at my son, Chris, said, hey, this is where they either score a goal or Tampa's going to the box. One of these two things is definitely happening. The puck movement, the sustained pressure. I mean, that goal got a reaction out of me. That It was a jaw-dropping goal. Not, it wasn't a razzle-dazzle or anything like that. It was just the perfect goal at the perfect time, at the perfect scenario. And I'll even take it a step farther for the perfect player in Paul Cotter, who's not scoring a lot. So, so much good happened there. Coach Cassidy said he felt they, the Golden Knights, deserved better in the third period. I don't agree with that statement, though. You can't give up four in the second and expect to walk out of a game with the points. But the Golden Knights worked hard. They got themselves back in the game. Last goal, I mean, I don't know what are you going to do about that. Um, do they roll out Seville? I mean, we'll talk about that more in the second segment, but do they roll out Seville yes. on yes. Saturday? And part of me thinks they should. They will. Coming up next, it is the Stanley Cup rematch between VGK and Florida. It's on the road Saturday 12 o'clock noon start. Well, we can't be awake by most of the game. Gonna miss it. We preview that game next, right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Fans, the NHL season is here, as we know. Will the Vegas Golden Knights reign supreme again? We love the NHL, and we hope that you do as well. That's why we're here to tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is the go-to platform for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you have a chance to win up to a hundred times your cash bet in daily fantasy sports. The NHL has never been more exciting with guys like um, Kucherov, guys like Kucherov. Um, select a player or players based more or less on their stats as goals, assists, points, saves, and much, much more. You heard us, VGK fans, Sleeper offers a hundred times payout to start. So start paying attention now. Of course, uh, this is something where you could put in your entries in less than 30 seconds. It's easy to use. And use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you will get up to $100 in match play on your very first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDON NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Welcome back to this shaky edition, technically speaking. WTT, what's the technology? <laughs> Oh, man, me and technology just do not jive. Uh, apologies to Chris, of course, for Oh, you're good. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop uh, it. No, it's really embarrassing some days. We're going from the phone live via phone from Las Vegas. And make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. This is WTF with the Friday. We'll get to all that. A lot of shenanigans today and much, much more. Uh, okay, so VGK plays at the Florida Panthers. Uh, that'll be in Sunrise, Florida, we learned 
sunrise, home of the rats. And that'll be tomorrow, 12 o'clock noon here in the Pacific time zone. Uh, Panthers have dropped four or five. Uh, Thursday night, they had a home loss. I watched some of that game against St. Louis. Crazy, but Florida held the puck for a long time in its own zone, had more high danger chances, but they had a lot of giveaways, and that led to odd man rushes. Uh, Florida lost that game 4-1. to one. Part of the losing streak, Chris, they saw the Kraken break an eight-game losing string. And again, the big question for VGK that looms, who will be in net? Will it be the Barber of Seville? You mentioned uh, I had I just happened to have natural stat trick opened and the let's see here Panthers looked like they actually had more high danger chances for they just couldn't convert yesterday but they couldn't convert it was yeah fifteen high yeah. danger chances to the Blues five yeah uh, in they five were on in front five of the play. Net all night all night yeah no the heat map definitely no supports luck. what you're no saying yeah bad ice I know bad ice bad, bad ice. ice so all right so what are the circumstances that Coach Cassidy will decide to go with Seville. I would say that if the concern is long-term injury for Thompson and Hill, and starting with Aiden Hill, he's on IR right now, folks. That was quietly uh, that quietly happened sometime yesterday prior to the game. So when you go to IR, you have to miss. I think it's a week and three games, or ten ten game ten days and a week, whatever it is. Basically, it's going to open up Aiden Hill's window to return next week, either the 27th or 28th, assuming he's healthy enough to do so. So Logan Thompson, right now, we know day-to-day. We don't know anything else. Maybe he'll be on IR today, too. Who the heck knows what's going to happen with this team? But if Aiden and or Logan Thompson are expected back as early as next week, you roll Patera out there. Patera is going to be the better of the two goalies. He's got the NHL experience. There's definitely something he learned from last night's game. Roll him right back out there. See how he responds. Now, if one or both of the goaltenders is expected to be out longer, and I got a feeling Aiden Hill is, is expected to be out longer. I don't have any sources. I have nothing telling me that besides just going off what we saw last year with Logan, going off the fact that if you thought the Golden Knights uh, kept Aiden Hill out for precautionary measures before coming back in, this is going to be really extra precautionary. So if both, if one goalie is expected to be out for a while or both goalies, you need to see what you have in Seville. You really do. Seville's got confidence. I think he won his last three AHL starts before getting the call to the big team. Um, it's a big moment, right? It's a big moment. The crowd's going to be, it's going to be a hostile environment and it's actually a good thing, right? You know, goalies sometimes get in their own way when they overthink things and, have too much going on. So when you got a tough environment and when you got the Panthers who are going to, I mean, they're probably going to outshoot Vegas 40 to 25 tomorrow. And that's not saying Vegas is going to lose the game, but Florida is going to throw everything they have and whoever is in that's going to be really busy. So that could help a young goalie who might lack confidence and who lacks experience. BGK comes in hobbling again, uh, losing three or four, but in turn giving up 16 goals in those three losses and for the florida offense chris they are a team that it's either i think somebody had it in their column yesterday uh for the panthers it's either feast or famine 
in 11 of their 13 wins, they've scored four goals or more. And so this could be either a high-scoring affair or it could be a very frustrating game like it was on Thursday night for the Panthers. They were net front. I They did everything but put the puck in the net. And it was a frustrating night. And then uh, they wound up giving up a goal. Um, and on I think it was a shorthanded goal uh, in the contest on Thursday night. And then uh, the wheels fell off there. And this is a game in which we will see a net uh, the veteran, Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, the second line concerns me with for Hagee, with Bennett, and Kachuk. That is of uh, concern to me. And Miko Mikola, they're so high on this guy at every opportunity. He was the William Carlson of the Florida Panthers, the way that they were talking him up in the game last night. I was really curious where you're going with that. Uh Florida Panthers, losers of four out of their last five, shut out twice in a row, Seattle and Vancouver. Then they go 5-1 and one against Edmonton, lose to Calgary, and the St. Louis Blues back-to-back, second game of a two-game homestand. So basically there's no getting a read on what Florida Panthers team is going to show up. None. One thing I might argue is maybe the game against the Blues was the – uh, in college, when you look ahead to the next opponent, the the trap game, right? The the game where they weren't concerned because they're waiting for the Vegas Golden Knights to come to town. But Browski, I mean, he's having that much different than the regular season he had last year, I guess. Uh, he's fourteen and eight. His record is good. Goals against two five. He's fine, but save percentage is only nine oh nine. That's that's good. It's not great. It's not it's not ten million dollars great. I'll definitely give it that. Um, going through the points, Matt Kachuk's points surprised me. I think you're talking about someone who had either 100 points or pretty close to it recently. Uh, only 22 points in 32 games. He's a minus four. I don't know if he's focusing on playing a little more defense. Uh, Reinhardt leads uh, the Florida Panthers with 39 points in 32 games. Barkov, 30 and 29. And then Verhage, 26 and 32. What was that second line? It was Kachuk and who? It's Kachuk. It's Bennett and Verhage. Okay, yeah, so Bennett and Verhage. So Bennett's only played Verhage 20 games. Seems, didn't Verhage score the game winner in game three of the cup final? It might have been, I, yeah. There's a weird shot, too. That, I remember guy that, always, one. that guy always concerns me. Yeah, so, I mean, the Florida Panthers, like, they're they're fine. They're not great. They're not bad. But they're probably better off than they were this time last year, honestly. I mean, goal differential plus seven. They've scored 92 goals, given up 85 for comparison, the Golden Knights have scored 120 and given up 92. So their team defense is a little bit better, but I think that's a little. I mean, the Golden Knights, their team defense was a lot better up until you know these this last pocket. Not even just the last few games, but about the last week and a half. It's just you know taking a taking a dip, taking a dip. And then we'll have, of course, tomorrow we'll have all of our predictions and our locks of the day, not of the night. Locks of the day. Coming Locks up. of the matinee. Locks of the matinee. Coming up next, it is that time of the week again. It is time for WTF. Stay with us. More on the way right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy. And it also is what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers to roof racks exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much, much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one 
ride or die, you will find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit fans, uh, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you receive your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. And with all the parts you need and at the prices that you want to pay, you can easily turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible, eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back on this technically challenged edition of Lockdown Golden Knights. I sounded depressed when I said that VGK is in second place. I'm not that no, I'm not depressed at all. I found I found the WTFs you were looking for, by the way. So we're good to okay, go. Okay, that's that. good. We're good to go. We're good to go. Okay, so it is that time, of course, for WTF. Don't forget Saturday mornings, the Chris and Chris show. You're going to do that before you depart on the vacay. Yeah, we're going to actually record it probably sometime on Friday for a Saturday release, unless yeah, for Saturday release. I like that. Okay. Yeah, it's still going to come out Saturday, and then we have our holiday show queued up already. You can you can even go in our um at our YouTube portal and hit notify me once the show actually airs. It'll go. It's going to air early on Christmas, and you don't want to miss that one. Me and me and Tony had some fun with that one. We had some fun. And I have a big. I have got a, a big news reveal there too. Right? You did you did? I got a. I got press you more about that. Here we go. We'll bring this out one more time. We'll talk bring about it. that. No, you don't want to give that one away, though. We'll talk about that. No, I won't give it away. I won't okay. give it away. Okay. So, uh, WTF time. Uh, my only WTF is delay of games in the NHL. They need to do something about that penalty. I'm not a big fan. And some of the times, it, well, every time the puck goes, whether deflected or not, every time the puck goes over the glass, everyone's like, Oh, it's a penalty. It's a penalty. It's like I got fouled on the drive in basketball. It's pretty stupid. Imagine so if LeBron was a hockey player. That. What's that? Imagine if LeBron was a hockey player and that happened. He'd be flopping. He'd be flopping all He'd the time. He'd flop but on a delay of game. <laughs> we need to do something about delay of game, so that's not very cool. That's my WTF. No, no, no. I'm with you. And, I mean, if you go back, Zach Whitecloud, it was season three, I believe, the bubble playoff year where um, White Cloud cleared the puck out and just, you know, it happened. And he was in the penalty box as the Dallas Stars scored to send uh, send themselves to the Stanley Cup final. I don't the Golden Knights were going to defeat the Stars that year. Let's be clear, Stars are much better than the Golden Knights. But it's unfortunate for a game to end like that. So I'm with you. I don't know what the workaround is, though. So, But definitely definitely something needs to be looked at. So I'll give you the WTF. Um WTF Golden Knight fans, guys. We've been through this before. We've been through lulls. Don't we've... talk them off the ledge, WTF. No, not talking them off the ledge, but talking them off the... Let's give... Okay, let's let's cue in. Okay, scrap that. New WTF. Yuri Patera has a one-game sample size. Let's not throw him off the ledge after one game. Oh, no, game. no, no. He deserves his name on the cup now, and that's why Seville needs the one game to put his name etched on the Stanley Cup over Kerry Bubbles, WTF. Bubbles should have been on the cup. Stop it. You know how mad I am about that. Okay. We both feel Bubbles should have been on the cup. He's so important to the community aspect of this team. Okay. WTF. Okay. So we've got a bunch of WTFs, right? Yeah, I mean, him. Yeah. So, all right. So I found uh, Tommy Vegas always brings it. So here we go. WTF. Is there really a goaltender situation with the VGK 
or is McCriminal, I don't like you saying that word, McCriminal, or is McCriminal, McCriminal playing Hideaway Hill, much <laughs> like Mark Stowaway. I love the results, but he doesn't have much loyalty to players. He might be shopping with the five million. Tommy, stop it. It's it's the McCrimmel plan. Love you, Tommy. Love plan you, Tommy. Is golden. Thank you for using my Mark Stowaway line. All right. Kelly McCrimmon is as good as they get with GM, so you knock it off. Uh Tyler Hillman. WTF is it with the Golden Knights and goaltender injuries? I'm not really complaining about how we're doing, but just kind of concerned that this seems to be a pattern. Listen, this is Golden Knight fans. This is your six, season six and a half right now. If you're not used to goaltender situations, goaltender <laughs> drama, you haven't been watching much Golden Knights hockey. So reverse WTF back to the fans complaining about goaltender drama. <laughs> is that our first? Is that our first reverse WTF? Yeah, that's, that's the first pretty good. one ever. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I like the goalie carousel though. That that just says it all. All right, Eric Rabbers. I like Eric. Uh, no WTFs, just a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, oh, Eric, and everybody Eric. else. Oh, kumbaya, uh, bro. James Russell, one word, goal. I don't know if that was a WTF, but it just that says one word. That was a WTF, word. yeah. So it works. Well, um, we expect a lot about goalies, right? I shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, this. yeah, it's fair. We, I think we talked about that. Uh, oh, here's a WTF. Here you go. I got a good one, Tony. I, I got a good one. The Golden Knights posted a video of William Carlson Who? swapping William Carlson swapped a puck during warmups for somebody that had a bag of candy. Thanks a lot. Golden Knights. Now every flipping kid you, I used to, I, I can't stand all, all the posters. Give me a puck. Give me, I can't stand that, that crap either, but now you're going to have every kid and their mother for William Carlson, but every kid is going to have a bag of Skittles, a bag of M&Ms, a bag of, I don't know, a score bar. I just threw that in because I love score bars. They're going to have all this. What about Lars bars? Lars bar. There you go, Tony. You're going to have a Lars bar and a, a Wonka bar and everything else, all lining the front row of the glass for the next Golden Knights game, uh, Thursday the, tw- the 28th against the Kings. And thanks to the Golden Knights putting this out there, 95% of those kids are going to leave warm-ups crying because they didn't get to swap their bag of candy for a puck. So WTF Vegas Golden Knights are putting that video out there, but it's also fun, so it's okay. It's okay. Also crying, of course, is Vegas Bjorn because he can't find the net of late, and he's been missing far and wide. This is shades of last season WTF. You just just you anytime you can get get something on, on Carlson, you're gonna take that shot. You're gonna take that shot. It's okay, Tony. It's okay. Are there any more WTFs in I think we Tommy? hit them all. I've scrolled yeah. through pretty good. Chad Wilk. Uh hey Chad, what's up? I, I blocked you on Twitter, but I, you're still no, on you didn't. Us. Oh, I blocked really? Chad. He drove me nuts, but he's not maybe I'll give Chad another chance. Yeah, okay, Chad. I, I will unblock you after this. I will unblock you after this chat. It's a wonderful life. You'll Just probably get probably get blocked in March anyway. But all right, going 0 3 winless on the road trip, unfortunately, as I dreaded. Someone told me no more leaving because I tweeted I I didn't catch much of the second period. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, I expect these type of shenanigans Saturday afternoon, not tonight. I'm assuming Eric's referring to all the fighting and battling. But Tampa and Golden Knights, they definitely there, there, there's, there's a little rivalry there for an East-West team. There's some good, there's fun. some good, uh, good stuff there. 
I think yeah. that's all, Tony. I'm scrolling yeah. all the way down oh, here. No, my, w, my final uh, parting chat is WTF. Oh, boy. The PK. No, the PK. How do you yeah. give up seven stinking power play goals in three games? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, listen, when it rains, it pours. And if there is a concern right now, so I had some good foreshadowing here. I mean, we all kind of had a feeling there's going to be issues with the goalies in Vegas. But I asked Kelly McCrimmon, the first day of the official training camp for the Golden Knights, what is the confidence level in the events the Golden Knights needed to go three goaltenders or greater deep? But three goaltenders or greater deep was the key right there. And McCrimmon started by saying, listen, it took until game 54 or 55 to get to this point last year. Okay. Now it's game 34 and it's mm. happened already. So this wow. is definitely a concern. Okay, here we go. So here's McCrimmon's response. It was an interest it was interesting last year. We had no goaltending injuries for 54 or 55 games and we had a number of them. This year we got Logan and Aiden coming in healthy, okay? Feeling at the top of their game, that's fair. We did get a chance to evaluate Yuri Patera in NHL games. Of course, you get to see the players in the American League. When you get a chance, whether it's Dorofiev, Korzak, Pahal, the guys that come up and play NHL games, it really helps paint a picture in your mind of what their capabilities and potential might be. I think I think we liked what we saw with Yuri, and he's the number three goalie in our situation, and if we had an injury, he'd be called on. Okay. So now we are, man, he's flopping way too much. Well, now we're going to see what McCrimmon really thinks of him. If both goalies are out for long term, I'm not saying he's on the phone. He's on the phone. Halleck's up. Halleck, it's your turn. You're up. I would assume that McCrimmon has a plan B in the event. No, no. I would assume he has a plan L in case plan E doesn't work out because that's about where we are right now. Okay. Uh, folks, we appreciate everyone tuning in. We want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, all that stuff. Uh, of course, on Monday, we'll have our special edition with a oh man. That's a, I think it's a pretty big golden nugget. It's a golden nugget. Yeah. You got a big, it's a, it's a scoop. It's definitely a scoop. I want to talk more about that on. Uh, I guess it'll be a Thursday show because that's the next show we're going to probably record. Okay. So we appreciate everyone tuning in. As always, uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel tomorrow. It's Chris and Chris, and that'll be fun. And hopefully the Christmas lights will be on. And uh, for my man, Chris Eggnog Golic, I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. I don't drink eggnog. I hate eggnog. Yeah. Will VTK be in first or second place when we return? It's a big question. Technically, they're in, they could be in third. Technically, they could be in third. And we'll see you next week. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. And we'll see you next week right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Take care.